Are we missing miracles? Are we missing miracles? You know, the gospel story we just heard has a miracle. Did all of you hear it this morning? A blind man was healed of his blindness. Pretty amazing, miraculous story. And yet it's interesting that the people around him at this time were focused on completely different things. They sort of missed the miracle that had happened before them. The neighbors are saying, isn't this the beggar? Isn't this the kid that used to sit and beg in the streets? I don't even think this is the same person, right? The Pharisees, of course, are focused on the law. He did a healing on the Sabbath. And so instead of rejoicing in the miracle that happened before them, they're focused on the fact that he perhaps broke a law by healing on the Sabbath. This can't be from God. And then, of course, the Jews question his parents. Is this your son? Are you sure this is your son? Was he born blind? How is it that he now sees? All of these questions that didn't have anything to do with the miracle that had just happened. And so at the end of their interrogation, after they interrogate him a couple of times, they throw him out of the synagogue. And who comes along but Jesus right at that time? Jesus finds him and he reveals himself to him in that moment. Who is he, sir, that I may worship him? I am he. And so there's a second miracle that happens here. Not only is he healed of his physical blindness, but he's healed of his spiritual blindness as he accepts Jesus Christ when he says those words, I do believe, and he worships him. Another beautiful miracle that happens in their midst. You know, it's interesting when we think about our lives, especially during the season of Lent, as we're kind of looking internally and examining our lives, we all have what we would call blind spots. You know, as we drive our cars in Minnesota, we know that those mirrors on the side of the cars are pretty helpful, but there's always that blind spot. There's always that spot that you can't really see in the mirror. So they always teach us when you're going to do a lane change, look in the mirror, but then turn and make sure that you're safe to make that lane change because somebody could be in that blind spot. Those blind spots keep us from seeing things clearly. And some of the things that they keep us from seeing are the miracles that are all around us. For example, this morning, as we look out the window, there's beautiful sunshine this morning. It's really cold, uh, but there's this beautiful sunshine. And so there's something miraculous about that in this winter day to have this beautiful sunshine. This week I had the window open and I heard the birds singing. Another miraculous thing. The birds are kind of warning us that spring is coming. I think they might be a little confused, but, um, but they're out there and they're singing away anyway. And so it's a beautiful thing, kind of a miracle for us. There is a miracle of human touch that most of us don't always think about. A handshake, an embrace, a kiss, a hand on the shoulder, whatever it might be. There's something very healing and wonderful about physical touch. 
There's a miracle that is happening in our midst here at St. Peter's. We have two people in our parish community who will be coming into full communion with the Catholic Church at the Easter Vigil. One of them will be baptized and receive all the sacraments, and the other will be uh, receiving the sacrament of confirmation. A miracle, a wonderful thing that God is doing right here in our midst. And my brothers and sisters, right here in this moment, as you look around this church and see the faces of our brothers and sisters, and all of us are here together this morning to worship and give praise to our God. We've heard God's word speaking to us through these scriptures. Whatever it is that each one of us needed to hear today, God has spoken to us in his word. And in just a few moments, Father Stephen will stand at that altar and the bread and wine will become the body and blood of Christ given for us to enrich us and nourish us on our journey of faith. And we are changed every time we encounter that miracle. And so where are my blind spots? Where am I failing to see things as they are? Where am I missing some of these miracles in my life? Well, one of the things I think about a lot is people that I find difficult to like. I have a couple people in my workplace that I struggle with a little bit, and so um, asking God to kind of show us who those people might be in our family, in our friendship group, whatever it might be. Like St. Paul, I sometimes struggle to do the good that I want to do. How many of us can relate to that? We, we have these good intentions, good thoughts, but it doesn't always quite work out. For some of us, we struggle with technology. I'm going to raise my hand on that one. I have become kind of enslaved to my iPad. Um, I love my iPad. I get my news on there and my email and all that stuff. And in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with that. But when it's overused, it becomes a problem. And I was sitting in prayer this week, and the Lord convicted my heart and said, you know what? Put that iPad away. I had intended to fast from that for Lent, and of course, very quickly, I gave that up. And so I put the iPad away. And the first day that I did that, I spent 90 minutes in prayer that day. Time that I would have spent on the iPad was then spent in prayer and spiritual reading. Sometimes we fail to see what's in front of us. That's our blind spot. My wife, Anne, is a teacher. And several years ago, she had a student sent down to her who was misbehaving in class. 14-year-old girl, and the teacher said, she wouldn't keep her shoes on. She kept taking her shoes off. The teacher said, put your shoes on. She kept taking the shoes off. So she sent her down to see my wife. And Anne looked at her and she said, why are you taking your shoes off? And she said, well, they're too small for my feet. Oh. And as she talked to her further, she found out that not only were her shoes too small, but they didn't have any food in the house. She's the oldest girl in a family of five or six kids, and she would literally take the family's laundry on the city bus to do the laundry and bring it back so her family would have clean clothes. That teacher missed 
what was right in front of her, a child who was hungry and struggling because she didn't have clothes that fit her. In our second reading today, we hear those words that we are called to be children of the light. We hear over and over in our scriptures that we are to accept the kingdom of God like a little child. Think about this. If there were children present when that miracle happened, imagine their reaction. They would have been jumping up and down and hugging the blind man and happy and laughing. There's no judgment. No worry about these other things. Look at this great thing that happened. It was a miracle, and they would have celebrated it that way. My brothers and sisters, this Lenten season, Jesus is calling us to the pool of Siloam, that word that means sent, calling us to the pool of Siloam to wash the blindness from our eyes so that we can see. Very simple exercise in prayer, just to ask God to show you those places where there is spiritual blindness and to open your eyes. And so I want to suggest to you three things that we could do this week. The first of them is to go and wash in that pool of Siloam, recognizing that we are sent to be disciples of Christ in the world. Second of all, to be a witness to the light of Christ. We see miracles every single day. I want to tell you, when I'm in the grocery store, I drive people crazy because I can't see a baby and not go up and oogle and ah and say, oh, what a beautiful baby you have. And you know what? I've never had somebody say, get out of here. Parents love that. What a beautiful child you have. What a gift this is to call out that miracle. And finally, to go where God is sending us. Where this week is the Lord going to send you and I to bring healing and light to this broken world? May God bless you.